0: Letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local.
1: With Monday's WCCO All Local, I'm Susie Jones. Today's stories include some amazing weather this week, but we might not be done with winter quite yet. An update on a weekend shooting of two police officers in western Wisconsin... And plenty of sports news from a busy weekend and we will start in sports with more drama for the timberwolves today after a drama filled win on sunday the team has now suspended center rudy gobert following an altercation with a teammate in sunday's win wccos mark fry has details it was during
2: a second quarter timeout that minnesota timberwolves center rudy gobert threw a punch at teammate kyle anderson Gobert was out the rest of the game. Following that altercation, Anderson wasn't seriously hurt. He remained in the game as the Wolves beat the New Orleans Pelicans to clinch the eighth seed in the play-in tournament. Head coach Chris Finch says that incident may have woken his team up a bit. He certainly puts emergency in them. I mean, I thought we were playing hard, but we were just like stuck in the mud a little bit. I didn't think we were kind of not putting the effort in, but we are just a little sluggish and slow and frustrated as a result of that. But it certainly did. I think we came out of there, we put a little run together. So where the game could have easily gone from 10 to 18, it went maybe to 6. So, um, But yeah, I mean, I don't think that's a, something we want to do a lot of. Gobert's has since apologized in a tweet. He said his emotions got the best of him and that he shouldn't have reacted that way regardless of what was said.
1: The Timberwolves without Gobert will begin the NBA play-in tournament in Los Angeles late Tuesday night against the Lakers. There are still a lot of unanswered questions surrounding the shooting death of two police officers in western Wisconsin over the weekend. Here's WCCO's Al Shock. We're expected to
3: hear more today about the traffic stop where an officer from Chatech and another officer from Cameron were shot to death and the suspect was fatally wounded. Names are not released but it is known that one of the officers attended Living Water Church in Cameron.
2: I promise you we will celebrate a risen savior here in just a moment but I wanted to say a few words about what's going on here in our community in the last uh, 24 hours.
3: Pastor Ned Lenhart speaking to his congregation yesterday morning. He talked with WDCCO Susie Jones after the service ended. We're all part of one big family here, and when somebody hurts, everybody hurts. It's like uh, scripture says, when one part of the body suffers, uh, the whole body suffers, and And we feel it. The traffic stop happened in Barron County, about two hours east of the Twin Cities. The officers died at the scene while the suspect died at a hospital.
1: Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison is speaking out about the reason why his office is taking over the prosecution of the accused in the murder of 23-year-old Zariah McKeever. Governor Tim Walz assigned Ellison the case last week, taking it out of the hands of Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty, who has faced criticism over her decision to try the two juveniles accused of McKeever's murder in juvenile court. Ellison talking about the situation with WCCO's Esme Murphy.
3: Facts are so out, far outside of, of what is expected, what community standards are, uh, that anybody
2: who's okay. the victim of a premeditated murder, there cannot be a minimal disposition Uh, for the people who did it.
1: Moriarty claims she planned to prosecute the adult in the case with full force. The Minnesota Chapter of National Lawyers Guild released a statement yesterday critical of both Walls and Ellison's move. WCCO Radio Chief Meteorologist. Paul Douglas says we could top 60 degrees this week, but we're definitely not home free just yet. Douglas talked to WCCO's Venita Sakar about some warm ups this week and some potential snow this weekend and has an update on river flooding.
0: The models hinting at 70s really from tomorrow through Friday. And in spite of the pet glacier in your yard, Venita, it could actually get up to 80 on Wednesday, which. You know, 20, 25 degrees warmer than average. And then some thunderstorms coming in maybe late Friday, heralding the arrival of colder air. And, yeah, it's too early for specifics. Let me just say that I'm not taking my driveway stakes out just yet. Old man winter is is like a rabid dog. And it looks like uh, winter might come back for one more brief bite this weekend wait those wait are, what's are, that
4: those are I'm getting and, zapped you're getting zapped every time what we talk this? about this forecast for the weekend jimmy's zapping you
0: <laughs> so i can't i can't say the s word on the air <laughs> apparently not
4: that's I, okay you I, can I, talk about funding. this is very important too because with this fast melt how are things going how are the rivers going to be here
0: well there are flood warnings in effect right now Carver county on the South Fork of the Crow River, minor flooding expected there in Carver County. And we also have flood warnings in effect, the Cottonwood River, uh, Brown County in Southwestern Minnesota for minor flooding and the Redwood River in Redwood County, also a potential for some minor flooding south and west of Wilmer. So we'll keep an eye on that. Of course, more concerned about, uh, especially the Mississippi and the St. Croix. And uh, again, if you've had flooding in the past, you need to stay alert and stay tuned.
1: No school in Rochester today while the district staff are finding out if their technology systems were compromised after a possible cyber attack last week.
3: Rochester school staffers are figuring out how to bring students back tomorrow while working with reduced internet access. Administrators say they noticed problems with the district's network last Thursday and shut everything down as a precaution. Rochester School Superintendent Kent Piquel.
1: I regret the impact that not having students report on Monday will have on our families. I ask for your patience and understanding as we work to resolve this situation as quickly as possible.
3: There are more than 17,000 students in the Rochester District's 42 public school buildings. This comes after last month's ransomware attack on Minneapolis schools, which resulted in student data getting posted on the dark web. Al Schock, Newstalk A3O, WCCO. While
1: our warmer weather means the snow is going away, it's also revealing an ugly truth underneath all that snow, trash.
4: Mindots and Meyer says they'll get to it, but have bigger priorities like potholes to take care of first. We hear the complaints of trash this time of year as the snow starts to melt. Certainly, uh, it is on our list of work to do, but there is priority work to be done. Uh, as well. Meyer says MinDot also relies on a robust Adopt-a-Highway program where last year 1,800 volunteer groups picked up 38,000 bags of trash along Minnesota roads. That program isn't available in the busiest area around downtown Minneapolis for safety reasons. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. I'm Mark Fry.
2: Nearly 1,900 people took part in a two-day search that started Friday for Madeline Kingsbury, who was last seen dropping her kids off at daycare, Officials call Kingsbury's disappearance involuntary and suspicious. The father of Kingsbury's children tells police that he left their house in a blue minivan soon after the drop-off and when he came back, she was gone. Police say they're not ending their search for Maddie and that the investigation into her disappearance is ongoing. The Minnesota BCA is part of that
1: investigation. Eight local high school baseball teams will be living out their
4: big league dreams by getting the chance to play at Target Field this month. The first one is Wednesday following that afternoon's Twins game where Minneapolis Edison will take on Minneapolis Roosevelt. Each game will feature some of the hoopla of a regular Twins game like the ceremonial first pitch, a public address announcer, and Target Field's new video boards. Other matchups later in the month include Alexandria and Wilmer, and durham Hall and Moundsview, and Minnetonka and Wyzetta. Fans who want to attend should contact the individual schools for tickets. Proceeds will go back to the school's baseball programs. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCL.
1: Finally today, some advice for all of you suffering from allergies. <laughs> Sneezing, watery eyes, runny nose, all telltale signs you're dealing with allergies. And experts say it's better to start treating... The symptoms sooner than later, and you
4: really want to get ahead instead of chasing the symptoms. So I would definitely start the medication now.
1: Allergy and asthma specialist Dr. Doug McMahon says the reason is
4: one of the uh, main things that happens is in your nose you get a lot of inflammation of these turbinates that are supposed to kind of warm and clean the air. But if they get so swollen, then eventually. Things can't drain appropriately, and so then you develop more mucus production, and then the sinuses become almost like a little swamp where things can't clear out.
1: He says there are a lot of good remedies over the counter that in most cases help, but if it becomes unbearable, you should see your doctor. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find it each day on all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Suzy Jones, News Talk 830-WCCO.